You're listening to the Carry On Friends Podcast, Episode 5. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, friends. Carrie Ann here, and welcome to Episode 5 of the podcast. As always, I'm very excited that you're listening. In this episode, I will be talking to the second guest of the show and the interview series. Now, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, the interview series was launched at the beginning of this month. And the goal of the interview series is to take you behind the scenes in the lives of successful, professional, and entrepreneurial men and women, particularly those who aren't profiled very often, but are doing great things in their business, careers, and community. Now, entrepreneurship comes in different forms, and to coincide with Black History Month, the interview series was launched to feature two unique entrepreneurs. The first entrepreneur we featured was Andrew Clark, who started a nonprofit performing arts company to promote and preserve traditional Caribbean culture. Our guest today is Tanea Woolery of Woolery Kitchen. Now, I discovered the Woolery Kitchen in 2013. That's when I first joined Instagram. And one of the first few accounts I followed were restaurants or places in Jamaica that had food because I love food. And whenever I go to Jamaica, I'm looking for some place that I've never ate before. So I found the Woolery Kitchen and was just so excited about what they were doing in terms of, you know, the food and giving the history and some cultural context with the food. And I really loved it because it brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. And as I followed their account, I noticed they were doing just some amazing things in their community. Tanea partnered with her mother-in-law to start the Woolery Kitchen. And in the main feature, Tanea will give a little bit more about how the idea came about. Now, as a Jamaican and I go home often, I heard, I know of the stories or the complaints of local artisans and local businesses that the tourists don't normally venture off the resorts to support the local business. And what the Woolery Kitchen made me understand was the full impact that this had on the local economy or economies that depend largely on tourism. And they spoke about the leakage effect, which a, which is the leakage effect is a concept within the study of tourism, which refers to the way in which revenue generated by tourism is lost to other countries' economies. And the leakage could be so significant in some developing countries that it partially neutralizes the money generated from tourism. And what the Woolery Kitchen is trying to do is to address this problem by providing an outlet for us to support their mission and demonstrate the demand for authentic culture. And that demand would then make it possible for the local tourism to prosper and the country's citizens to benefit from their own natural and cultural resources. So as a result, the mission of the the Woolery Kitchen is to empower their community by creating meaningful experiences that drive economic opportunities. 
And for this reason, Tanea and the Woolery Kitchen is considered social entrepreneurship, which, which is about applying practical, innovative, and sustainable approaches to benefit society in general, with a emphasis on those who are marginalized and poor. As usual, there is a written portion of the interview that's up on the blog, and you can check that out. I will include the link to that in the show notes, as well as ways you can support the Woolery Kitchen. Okay, I will not let you wait any longer. Here's the main feature. Tanea, I want to thank you for being here with me today. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, so Tanea, I want to make sure that everyone listening really understands you and gets what Woolery Kitchen is about because it's a different type of entrepreneurism. So tell us a little bit about it, very briefly, about what is it that you do and what Woolery Kitchen is about and the results or impact of Woolery Kitchen since you've started. Right. So the mission behind Woolery Kitchen is to really address uh, a lot of travel issues uh, in the economy of emerging countries that rely on travel as a main industry. So what we want to do is we want to create opportunities for the people of the country that we're in, in this case it's Jamaica, to um, really benefit from travel. And one of the things that we want people to benefit from on both sides, the travelers and the people running the businesses, are a connection to the culture. Because we, we assume that when you travel, it's because you want to be connected to the culture um, and learn about it. And one of the best ways that we found, and I personally found, is through food. So we invite people to get off the resorts, come in, have a meal with our family, um, and not only it's not only about the food, which is a really big part of the culture, but it's also just about like connecting with the people and getting into the country and seeing how people every day live in Jamaica. Um, and we've seen some really positive results. I mean, uh, we only advertise mainly online and people are finding us and connecting with us. And we've heard really great feedback from it. Um, and we hope to continue providing these experiences for people. Awesome. Now, since you started Woolery Kitchen, have you seen similar um, ventures or other, um, how, how has this affected the community? Have you seen a response where the community has in turn responded to creating products or, or services to, to um, support the um, tourists that are now supporting the Woolery Kitchen? Um, yeah, I mean, us personally, we try to use our community, our direct community, as much as possible. Like, we, we get our meat from our neighbors. Um, we make it as much fruit and vegetables as we can from around the area. Um, we, our neighbor actually has a, um, a driver that we use quite often. So people are really opening up to it. And I think the thing that we see is that, like, you have this dynamic where a lot of Local people think that the that tourists only want to engage through the big resorts or you know through some formal thing, but I've shown them that okay, people are looking for a connection. You just have to they just have to be able to find, find it, it. Mm -hmm. and it's not so it, like I my role specifically is trying to trying to help people connect 
mm-hmm. um, and the way that my specialty is online. Mm-hmm. So it's just showing people that, that there are people out there on both sides that want to connect. You just have to, you know, find each other. Okay. All right. So I know that you've been in Jamaica for a, over a year, almost two years yet. No, a, a little bit. Uh, it's about maybe a year, about 14 months. Okay. And so what's one thing you wish you knew before you got to Jamaica in ter- and, and as now you're a year in, what's one thing you wish you knew before you started the Woolery Kitchen? Well, well it, it, it's, it's less about the Jamaica and more about like starting your own business or mm-hmm. starting your own endeavor. Right. And I talked to a lot of friends and a lot of people that have also gone through the same thing. And it's that like when you start something new, you it's great to have these big plans and you know you set your goals for yourself but they're always super unrealistic like it like I thought that like within a couple months I'd be set up ready to go and it took like more than double the time that I thought it would be and you know I thought I would be in a different place than I am now I'm really proud of the place that we're in Mm -hmm. but I just wish going in maybe I would have like had more realistic expectations of myself like you know I've read like mostly everything takes at least two years, sometimes four years, sometimes seven years to really get it to the place that you want. And it's hard because, you know, you have this vision in your head and you want it to happen like right now, but it just takes a long time. So, so when that happens, what or who keeps you motivated when things aren't on the path that you want it to be or days when it's more challenging to, to, for you to see your vision through? I mean, I think it's two things. I think it's one that, like, if you have such a strong vision, um, you you really just feel like you can't stop until that vision is a reality, right? Like, mm-hmm. and, and like, it, it may not be the specifics of what I wanted to happen, but, you know, you're just still trying to get to some place that you have in your mind. And you really can't stop until you get to that place and you feel comfortable there. And the other thing is, like, on the on the path along the way, there's people that are like, yeah, I like what you're doing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's been so amazing. Like, I have all these Facebook friends, right, that mm-hmm. like, you never talk to and you never know. And then you start something and you put something out there and, like, they come out of the woodwork and they're like, we love what you're doing. Thank you. It's great. And you're just like, wow, people mm-hmm. are watching and people mm-hmm. really know or people really like what you're doing. Right. It's it's really awesome what you're doing at Willery Kitchen. I I really connect with it from a personal level because of just growing up in Jamaica and it just really connects to the the spirit of the childhood that I remember and I I I feel that it's amazing. So, what's a habit you wish you had in terms of being in business or having an endeavor there different traits that people talk about is good for you to have if you're running any kind of enterprise. What's one habit you wish you had? Um, One thing I really try to work on, and I learned this from somebody I worked with before, is like, just don't wait. If there's something that you can do, and -hmm. you can do it now, just do it. Okay. Um, Because I happen to be a very bad procrastinator. Oh, yeah. So sometimes, you know, like this, I, I should do it, but I just won't. Right. Um, and like one like little small thing that I try to practice, it doesn't always work out. But like if you get an email, don't answer it that day. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I worked with somebody and he was super important, got, you know, hundreds of emails a day, but there wasn't one email that he didn't answer before the day was done if he received it right. from anyone. And I just thought that was really inspirational. Wow. <laughs> That's something that I should work on. Um, but um, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. Um, procrastinating is something that I struggle to with at times as well. So I, I, I feel you on that. So would that be my next question was, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? So would what would what would that be? Whether it's in business or a career or personal? What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Hmm. I think it's just um, it's really that, like in the spirit of like just going for something and sometimes like I tend to be like okay I'm going to take a step back and I make sure everything's all right and then I'm going to act on it but sometimes you just need to try things out mm -hmm. and see what happens and find the mix between like making sure the bigger picture is right and just trying different things out and acting on them and and not being afraid to fail. Afraid. Yep. Fear of failure. That's a big one. Right. Um, yeah, I, I can relate to that. So, uh, Tanea, I'm going to go over. We had a reader submit um, a few questions. Um, her name is uh, Kanisha Mace. And she submitted three questions. The first question is, where is Willery Kitchen located? And how long it how long has it been in operation? We are located in Chalky Hill, which is in St. Anne. Uh, we try not to tell anyone the exact location because uh, we're by appointment. So we like to make sure we know what guests are coming ahead of time. And it is where our family lives. Okay. So um, it, it's it's our home. <laughs> okay. I, and um, I get that. We've been in existence since April of 2014. All right. Awesome. Her second question is, what are some of the challenges you faced in operating a business in the local landscape? Oh, my God. Um, the bureaucracy yeah. <laughs> is insane here. I mean, it's this weird dynamic because I'm coming from New York, right? Mm -hmm. and, it, and you have that same bureaucracy, but in a different way. Like there, it's like, you know there's a way to get things done. Like it, it might be like you have to do a million things, but it's usually like pretty clear and you can figure your way out and mm -hmm. you can figure your way through it. It may take you years, but you can figure it out here. It's like there's bureaucracy and there's like no set path. So it's not like, Oh, if you just keep persevering and doing what you need to do, you can figure it out. Right. It's like, so it's just sometimes it's just unbelievable and mm -hmm. the the amount of paperwork that you have to do and it, it's just it's, it can be very confusing and it's frustrating because I you know I, I read you know every day about how tourism is such a big thing and community tourism and support and then you try to go through the system and you don't see that same level of support and you're just like what's going on and it's just it's just confusing and hard to understand. I think that's maybe because, um, and, and maybe your experience, you'll, you're putting yourself clearly in a place of um, being an expert because maybe there isn't enough of it and it makes it a little bit more challenging to find someone to help you navigate that. Um, right. Um, and, I, and I wonder, I'm like, you know, like, 
I'm, I'm a pretty smart lady. You know, I have some means and, and, and I can't get this done. So how do they expect community members who, you know, aren't in as good of a situation to figure this out? Right. Right. It, it's just, it's, Hard to understand. Yeah, but um, I I see something you know possibly forging ahead for you because you're <laughs> you're blazing that trail and you know getting some kind of understanding how however long it takes. But I completely uh, understand. Yeah, and that's the that's the, really the goal of Weather Kitchen. It really is a test case for us to see how we can duplicate this business model across you know different people. Okay. And her third question is, what are some of the major goals that you've set and managed to accomplish in the past year? Yeah, I think one of them was to um, start, to be able to start to get to a place where you can say, okay, I can accept visitors. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I put myself and my business partner, who is my mother-in-law, um, into, a, like, it took us two months. We had meetings every day. We had a course that we set about for ourselves and just to get us to the place where we could start. And then once we started, the goal was just to get bookings and, and figure that out. And how do you spread the word? And, um, we achieved our goals for, for last year. And then the goal for this year is just to keep going on, and get bigger and bigger. All right. Sounds like a really good plan. And I'm very excited. I can't wait to come to Jamaica because I'm going to make my reservation <laughs> and I'm going to come and I'm as much people as possible that I could bring with me. I'm really looking forward to it. So I have um, two questions. One is a fun question and then we'll wrap up. Uh, my fun question is what superpower do you wish you had and why? I wish that I could be invisible <laughs> just because, I mean, I just think that you can go anywhere and do anything and just observe mm -hmm. and kind of really figure things out and then be visible again and be like, oh, and then take that knowledge with you into whatever you're doing. But I just feel like you could do anything if you're invisible. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good one. I never thought of it that <laughs> because way. Because I, you know, I, I would say reading minds, but like, I just, I feel like you don't want to get into that territory. <laughs> so I feel like at least if I was invisible, it would be like a way to read a mind, but like still what people outwardly want to project. Okay. All right. That's, that's, I, I like that. I, I never thought of it that way, but I, now I like it. Now I'm more confused about what superpower I wish I had. Right. Cause like, if you say I, I want to read somebody's mind, like I think to myself, like, oh God, like if somebody could read my mind right now, they would not be getting the true picture of what's going on. <laughs> Oh my God, but that's, you know, that's what I initially thought that I want to do. Right. But when you said invisible, then something else popped into my head. I, I, I keep saying to my friends, you know, I, I want to, I want Scotty to be me up. And now <laughs> I know maybe, maybe it's merging the invisible thing to be able to just dissipate like Harry Potter and them and just go and appear someplace else. Like right now in this minus 13 degree oh, yes. wind chill, I wish I could just, you know, be in Jamaica, think about it and I'm there. Oh, that's um, a good one. Yeah. yeah so I, I think I like, I'm going with that superpower for right now, but I, yeah. that invisible thing is coming up to a close second and I'm surprised my mind reading is now a distant <laughs> third. <laughs> now that you said it. 
Right? That's a good point. So as we wrap up, um, what what are you most excited or passionate about? What are you looking forward to? What's next for you um, and the Woolery Kitchen? Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I, I started out in digital mm-hmm. and e-commerce and online advertising. So I'm excited to kind of use that to expand the vision. I think I'll be focusing on some more, um, some bigger Jamaica products. And mm-hmm. also there are some really great people doing things um, in Jamaica that I'm, I'm trying to help with mm-hmm. on a digital front. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's next for me this year. All right. Kind of expanding the vision. All right. And Tanea, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. Um, everyone, um, Tanea Woolery and the Woolery Kitchen, they are doing a really amazing job in the community in Jamaica. I will have more information in the show notes and the recap on this, on the website as to how you can go about supporting the Woolery Kitchen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.